Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Elisa Brooks, maternal and child health nurse with the Fairfax County Health Department's Maternal Child Health Program. That was a long title, by the way. <laughs> we're going to talk about National Health Immunization Week, which is actually going on this week while we're recording this podcast, the week of April 21st through 28th. Now, National Infant Immunization Week is an annual observance to highlight the importance of protecting infants from vaccine-preventable diseases and also celebrate the achievements of immunization programs and their partners in promoting healthy communities. We'll talk about what the week is about as well as chat about the broader topic of children's health, if you will. So, Elisa, thanks for uh, being with us on the County Conversation. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. A big uh, big topic, broad topic, uh, hopefully not a technical topic for me because I, I, <laughs> I can't do that technical stuff. But um, what is uh, National Health Immunization Week about and, and why do we why do we have one and why are we here talking about it? Um, So National Infant Immunization Week really focuses on the recommended schedule um, of birth through age two, Um, and we're trying to make sure that um, parents understand the importance of getting um, their babies and and, um, young children vaccinated and the importance of it. it it does protect against 14 diseases, and oh, so wow. we want to get that all in before they're two. Okay. 14. Do you have some of those off the top of your head you could rattle off? Or um, yep. Are, Measles, mumps, rubella, um, pertussis, all those that wow. we don't – we hopefully don't see. Um, well, I was going to say we don't really hear about a lot of those. I mean, occasionally I think I've heard a little bit about a pertussis or something like that. but So it it is still happening. Um, even in February, um, there was a national cheerleading competition in Texas, and there was someone there with um, that was infected with mumps, oh, wow. and um, more than 25,000 people were actually exposed to it. Wow. So if, the, if those people were not vaccinated, then, then that would be a problem. Right. And I guess that's a good, uh, you know, good point to bring up. There are some – I mean – Immunizations are, are are good. It's kind of been proven. They're they're good. They're healthy. But there's still some folks in the community that don't believe in immunizations. I mean, what's what's the pros? What's the cons? Um, so definitely, vaccines are among the most successful and cost-effective public health tool. Um, basically, a gift we can give our children so that they don't have to um, suffer from from some of the diseases mm. um, of the past, and even most recently, like chickenpox. Um, the only, the, the benefits are much greater than the possible side effects, and really the only, the only possible side effects are um, young kids can, tend to be a little bit fussy, some mm. soreness in the muscle, um, maybe a low-grade fever, and those can last a day or two, but that's really it. That's right. really it for this long-term immunity. Right. Well, I'm a little fussy when I go to the doctor's <laughs> office and have to get a shot or just my blood drawn, so <laughs> I don't particularly care for that. Um, we talked about not hearing a lot about some of these things that you mentioned, pertussis, measles, mumps. I- am I correct in my assumption here that vaccines have drastically reduced the the, the problems with these issues, diseases? 
Yes, um, very much so. However, vaccines do such a good job of preventing these diseases that today's parents, unlike parents of the past, may not be familiar with some of the symptoms of these diseases. That's they may not point. be able to recognize them. Um, and any time um, your child is, is out in public um, and in contact with anyone, especially um, someone traveling from another country that where they might not give mm. these vaccines on our same schedule, um, they, are, they are at risk. And so um, with parents not knowing what to look for, um, it, it can spread even more. Right. But there's a schedule. For, for vaccines. So yep. when you go to your health care provider, he or she is going to say it's time to get X, Y, or Z. Correct. Yes. Okay. So some of the um, immunities babies have um, from their moms, and then um, that's why they don't get them. Um, they, we don't hit them with all of them immediately when they're born. As the mom's immunities wear off, um, that's when we give them to the babies, and there is a schedule. So mm. um, the pediatricians or the health department has um, the schedule, and um, that is really important for parents to also keep because their kids will need it for enrolling in school. All right, and right. All that too. I forgot, forgot about all that. It's it's more though than just about your baby's health. I mean, you mentioned earlier the, the cheerleader incident or whatever. You know, people are out in public. We're going more and more places, and we're, we're traveling more and more. So I could come in contact with you here today, and then we go about our business throughout the county. We talk to so many people. Those people then leave the county, leave the state, leave the country. I mean, if you're exposed to something, just just kind of imagine where it could go, and you're probably not far from reality. Yes, absolutely. And um, just for example, like the measles virus stays in the air up to two hours after the infected person leaves. Wow. So a mall, a school, um, think of the hundreds of people walking through that, that airspace in two hours. Right. What are some of the other things that we should be thinking about as we're, we're kind of focusing on this week, National Infant Immunization Week, but we're talking about just um, infants and and good health in general. Anything else we should kind of think about as we're we're thinking of, we're focusing on this immunization? Um, vaccines are really about full community immunity hmm. um, and sort of um, herd immunity, so that the more people that are immunized, the better protected everyone is. Um, especially those vulnerable populations, infants, the elderly, the immunocompromised. Um, by vaccinating, we are keeping everyone healthy, which keeps kids in school. Parents don't have to take time off work. So it's really um, a full life spectrum um, community health issue. Mm -hmm. Have you seen with your time with the health department and, and other folks in the health department, that kind of thing, is there, you know, I don't even know how to ask this question. Are, are most folks <clears throat> familiar with immunizations and realize that they, sh they should do them and there's a schedule? I mean, is it kind of commonplace? Are we all kind of aware of it kind of thing? Or is it something that we really still need to educate people about the the reasons or the need to immunize, immunize, <laughs> get an immunization. <laughs> <laughs> um, most people are definitely <clears throat> aware, um, I would say generally, mm. that um, that there are these shots, that they are important. Um, I wouldn't say that the general population probably knows the schedule mm. when their children yeah. 
needs that, need well, to get vaccines. I guess that's the reason we rely on a health professional to tell us. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, and you're fairly new in your position here as a maternal and child health nurse with the health department? Um, so I've been with the maternal child health program for several years, um, but my my position, my new position, uh, is a new position to the okay. county. Okay. Okay, tell me about that. Um, so I was previously working with the Healthy Families Program, which mm. is under the, the larger umbrella of the Maternal Child Health Program. And um, my position now, which is a new position, is um, focused on the Maternal Child Health Programs, of which there are several, and then um, vaccinations all over the county as well. You mentioned the Maternal Child Health Care, uh, Child Health Program. Is mm -hmm. that right? Okay. Tell me a little bit more about that. What is it? What kind of services or things are available with that? Sure. So in Fairfax County, the Maternal Child Health Programs, um, there are several underneath that umbrella, and we really focus on pregnant moms um, and f and them and their babies, um, mostly through through age three. Hmm. And so um, making sure that moms have a healthy pregnancy, they're getting what they need for them and the baby during that pregnancy, hmm. um, that they're getting the immunizations they need and the support. Um, and then as soon as the babies are born, um, we really support, support the families in that. Mm -hmm. We monitor um, the baby's health. Um, hmm. And they're, they're home visiting programs. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So we're going into the homes. Um, and really a great support to those families. Yeah. So what are you doing when you're when you're in the home or even at the clinic or at the health department? What are some of the things that you're 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 working on or striving on with the families? So we're <coughs> assessing the baby head to mm. toe, um, weights, measurements. Um, we are doing assessments for language, motor skills, um, and then if any early intervention skills are needed, we refer them to those programs within the county. Mm -hmm. um, Fairfax County has really great um, early intervention programs, and um, it's been been shown that the earlier that you intervene, if there is like a language delay, mm -hmm. um, that the better that, that these children do. Mm -hmm. So we're really just trying to get um, these kids off to the, to the best start possible. Yeah, yeah. Personally, me, I would not be in that job because I can't work with babies. <laughs> you know, it's not that I don't like them, but, you know, it takes a certain type of person. How did you get into this line of work? So my background before the health department was actually as a neonatal ICU nurse. Oh, wow. Um, so I did that for many, yeah. many years. Um, and so I sort of, I came into the health department very, very comfortable with, with babies. Yeah, yeah. Is it... Um, I'm assuming it's rewarding. I mean, you know, do you, when you kind of see the progression of a a new mom and a baby, and kind of when they maybe leave the program, I mean, does it? What? It's amazing, amazing. A lot of times, um, well, I, I won't say a lot of times. Sometimes when we meet moms, they have just found out they're pregnant. They may be in shock. They may not be happy about it. Um, so to really take them from that to the birth of a healthy baby and um, this mother-child bonding is mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Back on the subject of uh, National Health Immunization Week, which is going on the week of April 21st through the 28th. So if you happen to be listening after the fact, don't uh, don't worry. You still need to get your child <laughs> immunized uh, after that fact. What would you want listeners to to know or remember about 
not only this this week that we're talking about, but think about that throughout the year. What what do you want them to to remember about immunization? Um, well, one thing is um, at at this point in April, we are going to have a lot of families start to think about the summer and the fall and enrolling in school. And there are a lot of um, vaccines that kids do need to have before they get enrolled Mm -hmm. in school. So there is generally a big rush with pediatricians and with the health department to get all that done. So as much as possible, if you can plan ahead for that. Um, And if you're nowhere near um, having your child enter school, it's always great to have a copy of their vaccine record. Um, because you will need it, and it's always great to know what your kids what your kids have had. Right. Well, it's a good point. I mean, summer camps coming up, even for the the younger kids that maybe not are are going to camp, but you know, daycare and things like that. I mean, it, it seems like so important to be immunized. Immunized, if I can ever say the word correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's very very important for everyone to be fully fully protected. Right. And again, as you mentioned, not only for the child himself and your immediate family, but just think about everybody else around you that may come in contact with your child or yourself that is that is coming in contact. Um, a lot to learn, a lot to know. Is there resources available? Is there county website, telephone number? How can folks get more information about either the, the week or just the immunizations uh, in general? Absolutely. So if you have insurance, um, your private pediatrician, um, it would be um, who you would go to. If you are uninsured or underinsured, um, the health department is a great resource. Um, and the website is www.fairfaxcounty.gov health. Or you can call the main number if you have any questions about that, about whether you should be going to a private pediatrician, the health department, what the health department offers, anything like that. Um, you can also call 703-246-2411. Okay, 703-246-2411. Yes, okay. and the health department has locations all over the county mm, okay. to give immunizations. All right, so fairfaxcounty.gov slash health. Correct. Health, uh, in case folks want uh, more information there or find locations, et cetera. We mentioned uh, kind of at the beginning that we'd kind of chat just a moment about the broader topic of children's health, and mm-hmm. that is that is a broad topic. So I'll just ask a broad a broad question: What do you want us to take away and learn or know when we're when we're talking about bringing up our children in a healthy environment or making sure that they're healthy? Any tips, topics, those kind of things? Um, I guess especially coming from the maternal child health field. Um, those first few years um, are really, really important mm. um, just for the that base layer of protection with the immunizations, with bonding with your child. Um, and Fairfax County has amazing resources for that. Um, like I was saying with the early intervention, with the things at the health department, tons of parenting classes, mm. um, just really wonderful, wonderful resources. Mm-hmm. Um, We're really lucky here with all that. All right. And folks can find more information at fairfaxcounty.gov slash health or 703-246-2411. As we wrap up, final thoughts. Anything I haven't asked, anything you want to make sure we cover before we head out of here today? Um, I just wanted to loop back around and reiterate that vaccines are the most successful and cost-effective public health tool um, for preventing disease and even death. and of course, we all want the best for our children. We want to keep them in school. Um, we, we don't want parents to have to take off work. So 
Um, if we can get all those vaccines in, especially before age two, um, that is absolutely ideal. Okay. So age two, kind of the, the critical point or the, the milestone mark, if you will. Yep. Okay. Very good information. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Alicia Brooks with us. She's a maternal and child health nurse with Fairfax County Health Department's Maternal Child Health Program. you got to figure out a way to get that title <laughs> a little shorter for me. <laughs> but she's been here with us uh, talking about, uh, again, National Infant Immunization Week, which is going on this week. If you happen to be listening right after we record this podcast, the week of April 21st through the 28th, if you're listening after that fact, again, we talked about it earlier, still important for you to uh, get your child immunized and uh, follow the recommendations provided by your uh, health care provider. Thanks for listening again to the County Conversation. If you need to get more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go to fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Also, again, remember fairfaxcounty.gov health, and you can learn more about the um, uh, Maternal Child Health Program. Or if you need specific questions from the health department, Call their main number at 703-246-2411. Again, thanks to Alyssa for being here. Thanks to you for listening. And remind you that the county conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.